Rebecca, help. Help me, please. Why? What's going on? I'm being attacked by puppies. Yeah, they're, they're killing me over here. I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I, I can't I can't wrap my head around this. I mean, I'm being attacked by puppies and I just don't understand it. Can you help me? Come on, John. What is this? What is this? This actually has to do with a, a post that I saw on, on Facebook. So it's not me. <laughs> okay, it's not okay. me. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> but, you know, that's the title of this episode. So I, I wanted to play with it a little bit because I saw this post. There was this, uh, it looked like it was a toddler. He probably was about, I don't know, maybe like five or six years old. And he was, uh-huh. you know, he was rolling all over the ground. Like he was in the most excruciating pain ever. And he was crying and he was really traumatized. And then when it zoomed out further, you could see he was being licked by maybe about five or six puppies. Poor oh, baby, goodness. right? Right. And then you said five to six years old, so I'm guessing three to four it years could have old. Been. I don't know. I, I don't know. But whatever was going on, it's like he just could <laughs> not, he could not, even though the, the puppies had no Ill, Ill will against him, obviously. I mean, what ill will does mm-hmm. a, a puppy have against anyone? I know. Puppies are exactly, cute. Exactly. But he didn't think so. Not at all. He couldn't, yeah, he what couldn't even fathom what was going on. It was like this traumatizing experience that was going on. So- oh. It, what, it made me start to think about his level of development. Let's say right now he's three or four, five, six, and he's okay. traumatized by that. But then let's say at 16 mm-hmm. years of age, he goes back and somebody shows him the same video. He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Exactly. Showing that? My weakness, exactly. Weak so moment. he's completely embarrassed because... He realizes that at that level of development, he could not understand mm-hmm. that he was just being loved. He couldn't feel it. But at the age of right. 16, he's completely underwear. I mean, I'm sorry. He's he's completely aware because he's reached the level of development. He's interacted with puppies and cats and people and everything mm-hmm. else to come to realize that he, he was never in the danger or he was never being traumatized at the point that he thought. Right. At that level of development. So it's like experience. I mean, he had more experience since mm-hmm. then. And it kind of helped him understand that. Well, that was cute. Right, you right. Know? <laughs> you know, but at, at the time, you know, the toddler is, you know, if he was having a hard time, it just it had to be mm-hmm. new to him, you know. Or it had to been more puppies than, you know, it right. was like, like an attack. what is this? <laughs> I'm sure it felt well, like it. This? Yeah. So... When problems right. come our way, let's say they could come in the form of like money or relationships or my tire was flat this morning. I, I don't know. It could be anything. Oh, I, I was going to go to work to and my boss said if I was late one more time for work, then I was going to be fired or he was going to dock my check or something like that. And then I come outside and I see my tire's flat. I know I'm done. I know I'm done. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like just another thing to right. to get through during the day. Like Right, but what's again? on the other side maybe? Let's say, for example, the puppies. <laughs> I mean, at that age, let's say he, he grew to be uh, a couple of years older. Now he's he's not five or six anymore. Let's say he's like seven and he's been around these puppies. Now at another le- level okay. of development, they are his best friends. 
they're all around him. He's feeding them. They're playing together. They're romping through the woods together. Now the same, the mm-hmm. same thing that he thought was a problem. Now he has befriended them. So I was kind of like seeing the correlation between the way that we approach our problems or issues that come in our lives is our perception, maybe not seeing them for what they're actually being given for, you know? Right. Um, brings me to a memory that I had is that cause I've had a lot of flat tires, believe it or worst. not, even though I drive in a place where there's supposed to be no mm. nails and everything's like supposed to right. be perfect <laughs> where I drive. I still would have flat tires all the time and I absolutely mm-hmm. hated it. Um, but you know, I had to deal with it and I'm probably, I was probably like these people where it's like, right. again, again, because I was looking at it from that way. Well, when I start, when I start getting flat tires, cause of course you're always going to have them. Um, when my sons start getting, um, having the knack to start changing tires, you know, he started to, get at that level and growth, you know, in his teenagers that he wanted to, he wanted to do more car work. He was excited. So it was like, he looked at it almost as an opportunity. Every time I got a flat tire, he was like, really? Okay. I'm going to go out and change it. So here I am thinking about the worst. And here my son is thinking about, oh yeah, this is good. And it was really weird to me. It was really weird. Yeah. So uh, kind of like makes me think like, myself i looked at it as oh this is mm-hmm. horrible that was my right. perspective you know i was like i don't want to do i don't want to deal with this this is stupid I, not like i don't change tires but i never enjoyed it and i guess that's why because it wasn't it wasn't fun for me it was like work but for my son it was it was um wow, like a level that's up. a different perspective yeah your son saw it as a, as an opportunity and maybe who knows? I mean, we we just don't know about a lot of things. Sometimes we're in the process, we're in the middle of something, and we can't see the the end result. Um, right. We can probably talk to people, or maybe you've talked to people. I've had this experience myself where I thought something really bad was happening at the moment, and it was. But on the other side mm-hmm. of it, there was something that I, it almost felt like it had to occur. Like there was a lesson on the, on the other side of it, or there was a, a positive outcome on the other side of it, because there's no such thing as, you know, someone's life is all good. And then someone's life is all bad, let's say, but it, there's like an oscillation right. between them both. And it, it just feels like that mm-hmm. oscillation, uh, the, the, let's say the, the, the high, the highs and the lows of those isolate oscillations really depend on our mm-hmm. level of development. Have you ever been around someone, let's say they're talking about how their parents treated them when they oh, were yeah. younger? Or right. they grew up. And yeah. they're talking to you about how their parents treated them when they were younger, like they were like 15 or 16, but the conversation, they're still mm-hmm. having it and they're like 60 years old. And they just... <laughs> right. So right. what is, am I not... Have I not, in that particular case, has the, has the person, or if we engage in that activity, even if I engaged in it, have I not developed enough to see the good that actually came out of that to the point where I wanted to just continually hold on to it as a complete negative, as as the toddler rolling on the ground with the puppies licking all over him? Right, exactly. And it goes back to what I was telling you about the whole tire thing with my with my son, that it was like, he found 
it was it was like good to him but for me mm-hmm. it was horrible but i knew how to do it and but i just didn't get any you know i would i was not happy i didn't get any enjoyment from it but he did but it was like i wouldn't been able to help him you know show him how to to change a tire and give him that opportunity if i didn't know myself Whereas that it didn't look how much I enjoyed it until I seen that okay. he enjoyed it. And when I seen that he enjoyed it, then it was like it completely mm-hmm. flipped where, wow, if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have took um, the opportunities, well, actually they weren't, to me, I didn't look at them as opportunities. I just took them as, oh my gosh, I got to handle this. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. And I was so negative Nancy about it. It's like, oh, I hate it all, all the right. time. But I came, I became good at it. So when it came to teaching my son how to do it, then he like did it and he wanted to just, I could do this, you know, he's exactly. hung about it. So um, I wouldn't have known that pleasure if I wasn't able to step into that and see that um, how it developed me, even though I took it as a negative, it developed me to a point where I was able to pass on that information to my son. And then it was like, as if I, can now enjoy it because then I seen him right. grow from it. And we, I felt like as if there was an opportunity to grow together because now I wanted to do other things. I wanted to, I wanted to show him other right. things about right. what I knew about right. cars and stuff. And, so, and, and speaking yeah. of the, the parent child relationship, how about this one? Uh, when your parents, uh, you do something wrong and then your parents decide that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I lived in, I was raised in, in Virginia. And so, uh, in Southwest Virginia. And so there was not uncommon at all to get uh, discipline, to get a, a switch whipping, not, not uncommon at all. And oh, yep. go go pick pick the switch. so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so you go pick <laughs> yep. your own switch and uh, you get this whipping and it, it really hurts. It really, really hurts. Mm-hmm. If you, you, uh, you haven't been, you haven't been whipped unless you've been whipped with a switch. You haven't really. So that's just the way it was in, in the country. So, but now, if I go back and maybe look at the direction that my life was heading, I know other people can say this as well. And I've heard people say this so many times, man, I am so glad that my parents gave me this form of discipline, whether it was a switch or whether they took oh, yeah. ex- heard, exactly my that. Xbox away from me <laughs> or they put me in my room or whatever, because I was on the road to a very bad place. So now the same thing that felt like misery at the moment maybe mm-hmm. turned your life in a completely different direction to keep you from just destroying your life. But I would say that maybe not everybody has that experience where they actually learn from that mm-hmm. experience. Um, just like even the experience I did explain with me and my son, sometimes people will stay in that pain. They stay exactly. stuck there and they don't want to move forward and grow from it. And maybe um, it's like, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to look at it where um, if somebody was traumatized by their youth and traumatized by their parents so much so, um, those are, I feel, I feel like those are um, different cases, like more extreme cases. Um, but the ones where, you know, it was a normal disciplinary right. thing that happened, that those are learning opportunities. And if you don't learn and grow from them, then all you do is hold on to that pain and you can't grow from it. It's like you're, you're stuck there with no growth. Yeah. 
it's almost like a plant that gets so much watering and so much watering, mm-hmm. but it's not growing. So it ends up just wilting yeah, and dying. I, actually, I saw this on, on television uh, probably about a week ago. I love nature programming. And I started watching, uh, mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it in a long time. And there was an, uh, one that was showing how this uh, young wildebeest was running away from a, a pack of wild dogs. And the, the dogs oh, yeah, were, yeah. they were on it. They were on this, this, uh, this young wildebeest and it was running and it was running and running. And oh. to the average eye, you know, looking at that from just a point of like, just surface, it's like, oh, please get away, wildebeest, please. Oh, look at the bad dogs. You right. know what I mean, they're so bad. How could they do that? Yeah. But what was discovered yeah. is, is that as I watched it further, this wildebeest, he smoked these wild dogs. I mean, it was unbelievable. He started like, first he was like, like lagging, but then something else kicked in. He, I mean, his development came really quick because it looked like he was done, but his development, he reached down, he had to reach down and find a new level. And then he started to outpace these uh, wild dogs by leaps and bounds. So instead of just, just seeing oh, the, the wild dog and the wildebeest, now uh-huh. I started to see them as like forces in nature, so to speak. So, The wildebeest could have never developed to that next level if the dogs had not come and pushed them to that level. This this other force, this evil, quote unquote evil, that came into this poor little wildebeest life and it's about to be torn to shreds. But now it's at a next level. So if it's just frolicking, as you said, you gave me the word, and eating grass and hanging around mom all day, what (laughs) development is, is there? There's none. Right. I mean, you're just sitting there bathing in the sun, just right. taking it in. So it's like nothing is there to move mm-hmm. you to do anything except maybe your appetite. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and I think one of our episodes, we were talking about the oh, couch man. and the Cheetos. So it's like nothing's going to motivate you. You're, you're right. just going to sit there and be on the Until couch your house eating gets Cheetos. Burned down. I mean, you've got too much of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So there's exactly. the wild dogs there, you know, the right. house being burned down. Yeah, yeah, definitely a different way to look at it. So yeah, that's 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 cool. Um, because once you start looking at things in a different perspective, it just seems like it just um it opens up to like why is this happening? And you don't get stuck in that I guess stagnant space of being in just this pain and agony of life, you know, because there's so many things out there and so many people whining and complaining about life that you could get drawn into that as well. And then pretty soon you're not, you know, whining and complaining about your life. It's like you start filling everybody else's whining and complaining. It just becomes compiled. So it's like once we start maybe even talking about things that um, to come into a different perspective and not just look at everything as face value where it's like, oh, yeah. this is bad. That's easy. This is evil. Yeah. Everything is bad. <laughs> Yeah, then it's like we can't grow from it because we're just sitting there just stagnant. We all innately just want to feel pleasure. There's no doubt about that. We run towards pleasure and we run away from pain. So if that's my calcul yeah, if that's my calculation constantly, right, then how can I actually grow from that? I mean, your mother or your parents are not gonna feed you sugar all the time because you won't develop from it. Now come some Brussels sprouts. I don't want those. They're evil. Evil Brussels sprouts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the evil. they're evil they have to be uh, they were evil to me right. when i was they young. <laughs> have to be evil because they don't make me feel good 
but all the nutrition, there's so much nutrition packed into a Brussels sprout. Right. But it's like, no, I want to run towards the sugar. And so isn't there a correlation between that and the way that we kind of like see the problems in the world? No, I don't want this. I don't want that. I, I want to lay on the sofa and eat Cheetos. Thank you very much. I don't need a flat tire, you know? So right. how can we start to kind of talk in a way that we see things maybe based on what nature wants to give us because nature is what brought those dogs to the wildebeest. Um, how can we start to talk about how there's uh, we're always in a state of development and maybe we don't want to develop and that's where we feel all the resistance. And as a result of the resistance we put up, that's where the pain comes from. Mm -hmm. Right. The resistance is just like, you know, lifting weights, you know that there's 10 pounds there that you need to lift and that's easy. Um, but really you don't get any gains unless you're putting on some weight. True. So um, in order to do that, you have to feel the right. pain. And unfortunately, but it, it is, that's how it, we have muscle growth is through that exertion of, um, you know, lifting up more pain than, or more pounds than 10 pounds. You, you know, there's no resistance there. Mm -hmm. That's easy. So keep on adding on to the pounds, then you start growing gradually. And I think if we looked at our um, our life, our development um, of all the things, instances that happen to us, it's almost like being um, you're being conditioned by um, you know nature, you know, right. gradually putting on ten mm -hmm. pounds here, get a little bit more, twenty pounds right. the next year. And, you know, maybe it'll be 30 pounds the year after, you know, but it's growth. I mean, that's kind of the same way that we're, we build our financial portfolios, mm -hmm. yeah. right? We start at a small, we start small and then we yeah. gradually grow. So it, it happens in a lot of different things. Just that I think the, we don't look at pain and discomfort that all. way though. Not at all. We look at, we look at that as, oh my goodness, you know, what has happened to me? What did I do wrong? You know, a lot mm -hmm. of people do that. Um, I know there was a point in my life where it was like, what did I do? What did I do to anybody? And I think a lot of people even talk about other like um, ways to mm -hmm. describe it, karma, mm -hmm. whatnot, in which I don't, you know, that's to each his own. But I, it's like we're given a, a certain amount of weight, um, discomfort, and pain that we have to go through in life in order to develop. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's really... It's really kind of obvious. Um, again, I, I was having a conversation with my my son, and uh, he had kind of noticed this. And and you know, younger people these days are they're very they're very intuitive. And he talked to me about right. something that he had just like witnessed, and he called it pressure theory. Yeah. So what he was okay. talking about is is that you know there's all this pressure to develop. The pressure starts off light, kind of like when you're younger. You know, it's puppies. Mm -hmm. It's uh, your parents making you use the potty and 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 learning how to t t take a bath and then clean the house and then have chores mm -hmm. and then progressively it gets worse and worse. And but what is that? <laughs> what is that pressure? Right, it's pushing us towards something. And then once we make it out of our parents' house, that level of development, we move into another level of development. And it's like, wait a minute, no, this I'm not developing now. I'm out of my parents' house. It's on. I can party, I can drink, right. 
I can right. kick it with I can my hang feet out do what with I want. The, the, with the guys. <laughs> I can hang out with the girls. I can, you know, date uh, in the wee hours of the night. I can do all of these things. So my work is over. Right? Right. That's not. It's not. It's not. But that's kind of like what we kind of, that's kind of <laughs> like what we think is going to happen. But the development continues. Right. So, He's talking about pressure theory. So I was like, well, what is it that you feel like there has to be something that's taking command of that process that that's happening? And you see the same thing happening in nature with animals. There there are laws of nature mm-hmm. that kind of like push us and push us. What are they pushing us towards? Even if we don't know, it's good to right. talk about it because we kind of like take ourselves out of like a limited perception that my life is terrible and all these problems are coming to me. But if I start, if we start to think right. differently, maybe we'd start to come into contact with maybe something else that's pushing us to, to develop us. And maybe we're just not aware of it. To become aware of it. That is the thing is uh, we, if we sit there and stay stuck and thinking that everything is all good, as soon as we oh, turn man. 18, I'm out get out here. of the house. I am gone. <laughs> I have a story about that. Right. Right. (laughs) We all do, right? I'm sure. (laughs) Right. It's like nothing ever goes the way we think, envision it from, you know, our perspective as a child thinking that, oh, when I'm an adult, nobody's going to tell me what to do. And nobody's, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. But um, get an apartment and let those dishes stack up and see how you feel later. (laughs) Yeah. So something is going, I mean, it's, Something is always going to keep on right. changing you and exactly. grow. And so I think that's the key word is being aware of it and keep on reminding almost like every day and maybe even have people that are in the same, um, you know, um, people that you converse with kind of like talk about the same thing like that, just to keep each other aware of it. Cause it could easily um, change tomorrow where I'm not thinking about my growth. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about, what am I struggling true. through today? Very true. And and then you wake up to that. You wake up to the thoughts of, oh, what do I have to right. face today? Rather than how am I going to grow today? That, that's a different perception. You know, or how am I going to yeah. stay awake? You were talking about the the um the dishes stacking up. Okay, I'm living at home and my parents say I have to wash dishes every day. I'm tired of that. I'm leaving. I'm leaving and I'm going to get my own apartment and I'll just do the dishes whenever. So I move. And I start stacking dishes. I have so many dishes because I don't want to wash them. I, I bought them. I just keep eating, eating, and stacking. Next thing you know, I live in a roach mm-hmm. motel. Something is pushing you to develop. Right. <laughs> it's, it's it's that plain. You, we live in like a world of cause and effect. So if I keep stacking up these dishes, now all of a sudden, what's, wasn't that a movie called like Joe's Apartment or something like that? And yeah, now I have like Joe's, Joe's apartment. apartment going yeah. on because I didn't do the dishes. I didn't want to develop at that level of doing dishes. Now I have no choice. Well, guess what? You right. you had a choice in the beginning, but you want to feel the the pleasure of just lying around doing nothing or right. I'm my own man or my I'm my own woman now. Right. And it becomes more painful because you let it go for so long that you're like now having to wash every dish exactly. in the house. Cuz you I do want to tell the story about uh my my 19-year-old experience. It was kind of funny. So I knew I was I was messing up at home. I, I was doing some things I wasn't supposed Uh-oh. to be doing, and you know, kind of keeping it kind of quiet, you know, as they say on the on the DL. So, uh, right. And so my father kind of got wind of some things he didn't know exactly what was going on, and I knew, I knew my father 
I know my father well. Oh. So I had ma I made arrangements to go. I went to talk mm -hmm. to one of my cousins. I said, it's not working out right. I need a place to stay because I had to be preemptive. And so when I got home, I knew <laughs> that he was waiting for me to have this talk. And we talked, da 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 Okay, my father says, the bottom line is, what I want to know is, when can you be out of here? And he looked at me and I said, tonight. <laughs> His <laughs> eyes got big as saucers. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> he wasn't ready for that. And I grabbed my, um, what are these things called? My glad garbage bags. <laughs> Oh, and packed all my thing. stuff up oh, and, and I left. But, you know, that that's just a, a story that was just kind of funny in my life. But I was starting to develop in a negative way. I wasn't developing. I wanted to do what I mm -hmm. wanted to do under his house. And so he gave me the pressure to move out. Thank goodness I, I was reading the signs. Otherwise, I'd have been toast, you know. <laughs> but it comes in all different forms. I could think that's the whole point. It's your father. It's your mother. It's puppies. Mm -hmm. It's roaches. Yeah, it's something else in life, too. I mean, if you don't have a mother and father, mm -hmm. it's somebody mm -hmm. else. That always put pressure on you to, to move exactly. and to grow now, up. And now here's the question. Is it really pressure if we flow with it, though? It's only pressure if we, maybe if we're not willing to develop, like the child in the beginning that we talked about. It's pressure on him because at, at, at choice, he has no point. He has no, he can't develop. He's just so young. But when we reach a certain level mm -hmm. of awareness, don't we now kind of have a choice to develop instead of just going through the, this cycle of pain over and over and over? And so maybe what my son was talking about is pressure theory. It doesn't become pressure if we start to flow and know that we're actually working with something that's trying to push us ahead in love. Yeah, like as if you can see what's going on in life and see the pressures and how mm -hmm. to react to it. Um, I think that that... That might be um, something to um, look into because, um, like you said, that <clears throat> about you moving out, you kind of knew, like you could mm -hmm. read the signs. And so it's like we could read the signs of our life and start beginning to adjust ourselves. We could adjust ourselves to just run from it or we could adjust ourselves to start um, building onto it and growing. Um, and I think that all comes with awareness. Yeah, it comes think, with, a, yeah, we but the awareness aware. really comes. I can't stay by myself and become aware. It's like all of a sudden I'm thinking that mm -hmm. something's just going to like beam something into me. We, we really don't, right. we don't, <laughs> you know, one of the last things that we want to do is have connection, authentic connections with another human being. And I hope our listeners are aware. We're not talking about like family you know, you have connections with the family. This is not what we're talking about, but just actually expanding to take on another viewpoint. Uh, I was reading some material today uh, right. that was talking about uh, like uh, communication or having communication between different cultures. If I'm always blocking mm -hmm. out a certain culture, just using that as an example, because it could be anything, then how is, how mm -hmm. can I expand upon my limitation? Like, oh, this person, I don't like them because they're this way, right? There's a barrier there. Right. Now I make a choice to go beyond the barrier. And now what felt like so much pressure because I was carrying so much hate and dislike in my heart, now I, I discovered there was really no pressure there at all other than the pressure that I was putting on 
myself because I refused to move. I refused to advance in a different direction that allowed me to connect to someone outside of my culture. Mm-hmm. They, um, I think I hear the terminology that uses like almost um, you're in mm-hmm. an echo chamber where everybody that is close to you, everybody's saying the same thing. So that's why it's really hard to get yeah. another point of that's view with point. people that that's all think point. the same, mm-hmm. you know? So in order to escape that echo chamber that you hear the same things happening and it just reaffirms your own beliefs, your own thoughts and everything is to step outside of that. And the only way you could do that is um, start engaging with others that um, may not have so much in common with you, or maybe that didn't get raised the Mm -hmm. same way you did just so you could look at things from a different perspective. And, um, and I think that that promotes growth on both sides or, you know, whoever you're speaking to, because it widens up the vision of, of, um, life Mm -hmm. itself, you know, of different, um, walks of life and the way people view things, the way people think of, um, good and bad, because it's not all the same. We don't all have the same, um, perception of, oh, this is good. This is bad. You know, we all may say the same language because we're all speaking, you know, a certain base language. Mm-hmm. But what's what's good to me may not be good but to another person. you did say Brussels person. sprouts so are I evil. Think, I think a lot of people might agree with that. Brussels sprouts are evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, in the okay, past. in the past. Okay. You're, in you're the letting past it go. Brussels you're expanding to yes. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so, yes. So when I grew, when I, when I grow, when I grow <laughs> up. <laughs> I started, well, see, that's what it is, is. I didn't really get that taste for um, more vegetables and everything until I got older because my mom and dad didn't force it on me um, as a kid. You know, they just let me pick my favorites and I'm the youngest. So I was kind of, you know, I got food made for me and stuff. So then I got food that made limited for me. me. What is that? I got food for, made for me separate <laughs> than, than other people, like my brother's. Everybody else had the same meal, but my mom would wow. make a special meal wow. for me. Yes. So I was the baby. That's because I was so picky about a lot of things. And so because of that, that kind of limit that <laughs> limited me when I got older, my flavor mm-hmm. palette was I'm just sure. not developed I'm until sure. I got older. Yeah. 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 So then it's, that's the thing is that I didn't know that until I got mm-hmm. older how limited I was. But if, um, if I would have stood at that level, uh, I wouldn't know mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts. I wouldn't exactly. know broccoli and how I right. love them and today. I, I think when we, when we start to communicate in a way that let's say everyone feels a certain level of pressure in life, we don't, I think we, we tend, we, we devalue coming together and maybe even having round tables together to discuss different things and, um, it could be something very simple, like what makes you happy? It doesn't have to be this grand thing. We're going to start talking about politics. Next thing you know, people are throwing chairs and, and, and save that for something else. If you want to connect with someone, just start off on a very, t- if we want to connect with other people, we could start off something very basic, like what makes you happy? And then maybe the problems that you thought were there, they kind of get diffused in the process because you're not just sitting there alone. Uh, we're not sitting there alone, just uh, rummaging or ruminating over our own problem. No, we're deciding to do something else differently than ruminating over our own problems, which gives us that angst all the time. 
Right. And I think, you know, keep in mind, it's like you're not debating about Mm -hmm. who's better, like what lifestyle or what, you know, it's just more like info share. You're you're sharing information between, you know, each other rather than, oh, the way I grew up, you know, it was good and all this stuff. And I was, you know, privileged or with this and that. It's more like info share. It's um, it's expanding. And I think that we we definitely talk about that in our oh, yeah. um, podcast as a uh, expansion. So I think um, we always want to encourage that. We always want to encourage just to look at things in a different way. And the only way that you could do that definitely. is with others. There's, there's no way around it. And I think where it, it just really feels like the whole world, the whole the world community is under a pressure to under pressure to do something else because everything that we're doing right now. It's not working. It's really there are a lot of people that are suffering uh, because of choosing to reside and limit uh, themselves to the same systems that are broken. We know they're broken, but because we don't know what else to do, we don't know what to do. Let's try coming closer to one another and see what happens in that space. Let's try unifying above the perceived differences and see what happens in that space because what we are seeing is a result of something pushing us to something greater. It's just for us to come together, be aware about it, start speaking about it and make it not some uh, uncomfortable topic to talk about that. There may be something out there greater than us. Right. It reminds me of the final final frontier. (laughs) I love Star Trek. Don't get me going down that road. I can tell you every episode I can. Go, yeah, well, that's go, where, go where no that, man has gone before, know, right? Me too, so. There you go. And that's what it feels like when you're um, opening it up to other people and sharing information. It's like we normally don't go into these type of circles where um, we we talk openly with others and sharing ideas and sharing our backgrounds, our relationships, all this stuff to look at um, things mm-hmm. in a different way. So technically it is, it is place that we have not right. explored. And I'll tell yet. you, even before actually getting here and, and doing this podcast with you, I have a lot of schoolwork that I was doing. I have a lot of schoolwork that I still need to get done. But just <laughs> being here talking with you, right? Those things, they seem so trivial now. They seem so trivial because there's a certain bond that's between us that anyone could kind of create between themselves that's higher than, you feel it higher than all those things. They become very trivial. And it's like, wait a minute mean to tell me that i was just getting like my puppies really that's kind of like how it feels you know and we right. have right we have the light. opportunity to to diffuse and and grow together right perfect diffuse and what do we always say alone i am blind and together we see thank you becca thanks john talk to you soon all right we'll see you bye